0: This podcast was recorded for the Sound Environment Show on Radio Galari. Radio Galari is a community radio station based in the Kimberley, Western Australia. For more information, go to www.galari.com.
1: Next time you're down in Roebuck Bay, don't be fooled by the humble appearance of seagrass, its vital food for dugongs and turtles, and sometimes its presence just might stop the construction of a military base. On Friday night, I spoke with Len McKenzie from James Cook University in Cairns, About Seagrass Watch. Last year when we spoke to you, it was about a very interesting uh, case in Japan where seagrass temporarily stopped the development of a military base. The base would have gone ahead, uh, but it would have destroyed some valuable dugong feeding habitat, which was seagrass meadows. And it culminated in a court case called Okinawa dugong versus gates. And so the dugong took gates to court and court found in favour of the dugong. Now the situation is a little bit complex and uh, that hasn't been the end of it. The military base is now back on the cards in Japan. Can you give us an update on what's happened since then?
0: Well as far as we're aware of what's going on in Japan is yes it is back on the cards. Uh, There is still some debate about the numbers of dugongs that will be impacted by the construction of the base. And that has certainly raised issues about the transparency of the process that uh, the developers have been using. And what it's resulted in is uh, they're now going back to court. There'll be another court case uh, arguing that they haven't really done the proper assessments and that dugongs will impact be uh, threatened by these activities. And what this has also done is it's polarised a lot of people in. The island of Okinawa. Uh, A lot of the environmentalists are very angry about the process and how it's occurred, and there's still quite a lot of protest, and it's very political, uh, and it still continues today. So, and there's we're currently waiting on what's going to be the outcome of this, this new court case.
1: Sounds like quite a complicated situation. In this new court case, will the do you think it's likely the Dugong will be the plaintiff again?
0: Uh, It's difficult to say what the process is going to be in this one, whether the dugong will be the the plaintiff, Uh, but I think it is quite interesting how such uh, an issue at first that people thought was probably not as important uh, within the political sense. Uh, has become very important and has motivated a lot of people across the country, and has also become a bit of a focus globally for the activities of conservationists uh, versus those of, you know, developers, if you like.
1: The, I guess the dugong is, you know, quite an iconic species. It's Im- important to a lot of people for a lot of different reasons, and I guess that's um, perhaps one of the things about Seagrass Watch that makes it relevant to a lot of people. When we protect and look after seagrass, meadows, we're also protecting and looking after turtles and dugongs.
0: Well, there's a lot of ways you know, things can be used for Seagrass Watch. I mean, not only is it about educating the wider community and engaging the wider community in important issues that are happening in their coastal areas, but it's also to collecting some very vital information on the status of these resources so that we can understand how that's going to have a flow-on effect to things like dugongs and turtles and whether we will continue to see them into the future.
1: And it is incredibly important. Um I know here in Broome Seagrass Watch has been operating since 2007 and a kind of declining trend has been observed in the seagrass in Roebuck Bay which is thought to be due to high levels of nutrients in the bay and to turbidity Um, what does that mean for Roebuck Bay and what does it mean for management of the bay?
0: Well some of those conditions what we're seeing in Roebuck Bay at the moment is indicating that water quality is uh, less than desirable so It is certainly indicating elevated nitrogen within those coastal waters and also uh, reduced light that's available for seagrass, which which is saying that the waters are possibly very turbid. Whether some of those things are due to natural processes or whether they're being exacerbated by things that we are doing as humans on the land and that's running into those coastal areas is something that certainly begs closer examination
1: all right and it looks like the seagrass watch will be keeping an eye on that um you have you've just done a talk here at Lottery's house and but you told me uh just a moment ago that there was an important thing you forgot to mention and
0: one of the <laughs> things i did forget to, to mention this process is that the the information being collected by the group here is, is some of the best quality of the information that comes in right across all the groups that we work with in terms of the community uh, and it really is commendable to the efforts of the local coordinators, making sure that you know they can keep up the training, that they keep everybody on track, that the data is submitted uh, on time, and that the quality of the data coming in is in such a good state. So I think it really is, you know, I do take my hat off to the community.
1: Excellent to hear. Well, go broom. It really
0: is terrific that the efforts of the group here is going to tell us a lot more about seagrass and and certainly we've learnt a lot more about the what seagrasses are doing in this part of the world and how they're reacting and responding uh, than we ever knew in the past.
1: We heard from Len McKenzie what an excellent program Seagrass Watch in Broome is. After I spoke with him I quickly chatted with Julia Rao, who's our local project coordinator from the Broome Community Seagrass Monitoring Program about what you can do to get involved in Seagrass Watch. Yeah, if people want to get involved with this program here in Broome, they can head to the Environs Kimberley website. Um, There's a lot of information on the seagrass project on there, Um, or they can drop me an email on seagrass at environskimberley.org.au And we also got a Facebook page, Broome Seagrass, so um, you can become a friend of our Facebook site. So lots of ways to um, to get in touch. Excellent. Thanks, Jules. See you out on the seagrass meadows. Thank you. See ya.